0: You are listening to the Miguel Sanchez World Podcast. I created this podcast to help people make their ideas reality. So while you're listening, if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe wherever you love listening to podcasts. Also, check out the link in the description to join our Facebook group where our community helps each other create multiple revenue streams. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Hour. My name is Miguel Sanchez, and my name, <laughs> my name is Miguel Sanchez, and I help entrepreneurs and investors to profit more through innovation and technology. Messed that up, but uh, today's show's pretty interesting. It came again, produced by my Metabronx team. There, they wanted me to help explain to them artificial intelligence. Uh, and I do believe a lot of people have the, the questions that they will have. So I said, fine, let's do it. So I'll start out first of all, by telling you to like, and subscribe to this video, if you are watching. also make sure you innovate every day. Because I believe innovation is the way of the future for humanity and artificial intelligence is going to be a huge part of that actually. So if I have to explain artificial intelligence, simply. I would say it's a mix of multiple technologies, right? Artificial intelligence is a mix of machine learning, computer vision, natural language processing. And I would say those are the main three, um, if I'm forgetting, definitely somebody, uh, put in the comments or ask me, but, and each one of these technologies combined makes artificial intelligence. So even individually, so for instance, Alexa, which I have one. I hope it doesn't hear me. Alexa is a natural language processing, artificial intelligence. Why? Because what it it does is when you ask it a question, it understands you. And then it answers you that takes artificial intelligence, right? It takes understanding what is being asked, going back into the internet and figuring out the answer and answering you right away. So. There's natural language processing, there's computer vision, computer vision is when an artificial intelligence can look at a sea of people, hundreds of people and know each individual's person in that crowd, who they are through a database of your ID or whatever it is. Right. A human can't really do that. So we got natural language processing. We got computer vision, and then we have machine learning. So what machine learning, Hey, D'Amelio. What machine learning does is machine learning takes in a bunch of data, more data than a human can take in, and it can learn from that data. So, through those three, and there's probably more, I got to, if there's more, uh, we'll talk about it. But good morning, random. I increased my stakes in Bitcoin, my portfolio up 46%. <laughs> I told you, Bitcoin, man, I, I told you. And it's going up more, George, put more in. I just saw a Warren Buffett said it's probably going to go to 50 K really soon, so make sure I'm telling everybody, make sure you're in that game. So artificial intelligence, so that's George, uh, urban hero. It's my guy. follow him everywhere. So if you look at those three technologies, they all need data, right? So what is data? Data is information. So for instance, my face. The artificial intelligence can't know my face. If in a database somewhere, there's not a picture of my face with my name attached to it. So what artificial intelligence does is it does two things. Uh, and, and then I had, a had a a artificial intelligence expert on the show a few weeks, uh, last week named Kaza, go check out that show. I'll link to it. It does two things. It either classifies or predicts. So I'm going to give you two examples of that, right? There's a camera. That's watching things pass by right. Sorry. I hit my mic. You can't see the mic, but it's there. So if a car passes by, it can say Lexus, Toyota, black, 2004, 2020, 20, whatever it is. It knows just by seeing, and because of the data in the database of cars, colors, it can say, okay. And then if a thousand cars pass, it can be like each one of those thousand Toyota, Camry, Hyundai, whatever it is, it could know all of them, it'll know the colors instantly as they pass. So that's classification. That's classifying what that thing is. Humans can do that, right? But humans can't do it at the scale of artificial intelligence because we can't have that much information in our head at the same time. That's not what our strength is with our brain. Our strength is creativity. It's innovation, putting things together that don't normally get put together. Robots can't do that yet, but they are being trained to do it. Prediction is when you're typing in your Gmail, you're typing in Gmail. Hey client, when is it? And Google says good to meet," Or when are you available to meet?" Google will predict what it thinks you're about to say Gmail. Google product. But how is it doing that? It's doing that through machine learning, right? It takes millions and millions of conversations that are going across all Gmail accounts, but mostly yours, right? It looks at all of your conversations and it says, Miguel always answers this way. So I'm guessing when he types this, he means this. So it's predicting that I'm going to want to say this. Um, and you have know, a lot of places. You see it in YouTube, you see it on, um, on Google. Regular search as you're typing is trying to give you based on what you, what it thinks you're searching for, but then what it knows everyone is searching for. So if you go on YouTube right now and you start typing. How uh, introduction to artificial, it'll say intelligence because it knows most people are searching for that when they type in introduction to artificial, the next word. 99 million times out of a hundred million is intelligence. So it predicts the next word. Why is this important though? I know you have the people that say, all right, how, how could this end the world? How can classification and prediction end the world? The fears are that right now, and you, you're actually seeing it a lot more because of COVID. Many jobs. All right, everywhere. Follow my boy George, everywhere. Urban Hibato. So, artificial intelligence, the reason people fear it is because it can do things at a scale most humans can't. I'll give you some examples. Right now, uh, something I just went through yesterday driving through the toll. That used to be a person there. There should be a bunch of people there. Every single toll used to be a person that you would drive, stop, give, they would give you a ticket or you give them $20, $10, whatever that toll is. They give you your, um, your change. Right now we just zoom by. Why is that? Cause of classification. They know your car, your license plate, and they attach it to your name and your bank account. And they automatically charge you, right? That is what artificial intelligence, all those pieces, there's machine learning from that. They take the data of what times of day, there's more cars coming in, stuff like that. But there's mostly classification. And think about how many jobs that has eliminated in New York City alone. There was probably thousands of toll takers, and now robots do that job. And when you think of robots, you may think, Robot, actual robot, a thing, a robot is a program. So for instance, that robot of the toll takers is a camera connected to the internet, connected to software that scans the every driver, every single um car that passes, and it sends it back to the database. Like I said, connects it to the user of whoever it is, make sure it charges them. That has saved, I say it's killed a lot of jobs, but it saves a lot of money. So if you think about why people are worried about artificial intelligence, it's many levels, the first level is automation of jobs, right? So that was one very clear example. All those jobs went away. If that was your career, you chose that career, you no longer have a career and that's going to happen more and more with different careers. That was one of the easiest ones to remove every single career. There's somebody working on artificial intelligence, not to automate it totally, but definitely to lower the amount of human beings that is needed to do it. So that's one major fear of artificial intelligence. It is the removal of humans from the work environment. The second big fear is because they can learn so rapidly and so vastly, eventually they will learn so much that human beings will be like ants to, (laughs) to the robots. Like an ant is to us. We don't even care. We just walk right by it. We step on it, whatever. We just don't care. We just do what we do. If an ant is around, who cares? They say artificial intelligence can get to the point where we are like their pets, like they just do what they do and they don't really, if they choose, they care about us or not. And that is as a human, as the human race who wants to be all important. That's not a good feeling to know that something is going to be that much more powerful than us. And I I agree that it will be a lot of things. What, what I tell people is I believe we will be the fossils to dinosaurs. We will be that to artificial intelligence. So what I mean by that is we know dinosaurs existed because we found fossils. I think in a million years. The universe will know humans existed because we made artificial intelligence. Because if you look at it, think about the, the, the the dinosaur example, dinosaurs evolved over hundreds of millions of years, right? Like different dinosaurs, different animals where over a hundred thousand years, they have changed to this humans, right? Humans are believed to have come from monkeys over millions of years. Think about in a million years, humans, nothing stays the same, right? So humans are going to have to change, evolve, adapt, innovate. One way for us to control that a little bit more is through artificial intelligence. We already can control our DNA. We can control our our learning. We can control our bodies. We can control a lot of things. So if you add artificial intelligence as a layer above that, I look at artificial intelligence, and I think it's going to amplify human ability. In the beginning, it's going to be tough, though, because it is going to remove. It's going to be. It's going to remove a lot of what we are used to doing. So, for instance, you used to go into a job every day to be a secretary, or be a construction worker, or be a teacher, or be a. Uh, creative director, and then there may be a robot that's created that now does that job. So what happens then? What does the human do once work like they are used to doing is no longer an option. So that's where in the beginning, I always was preparing for this moment. We are in right now with the pandemic based on knowing and seeing Artificial intelligence, was going to put a lot of people out of work. And I, I saw it every type of possible job you can think of, I saw artificial intelligence programs being created. So I started to say, okay, if this is going to be a thing, what can I do to start either helping people that are in those careers or. Helping myself. So the first thing I started to do was started to try to understand it. So I highly, highly recommend everybody take the information that I'm giving you. Start looking up machine learning, computer vision, and natural language processing. Just start researching it. I'm telling you that you're going to want to understand those three technologies. It's going to affect every single industry, every single job, every single human being it already is whether you know it or not, it already is. It's going to get more and more. I've heard of many things being automated during pandemic. I'll give you an example. There was a, an investor. I know that he invested in a Bitcoin cryptocurrency, like farm. What that means is there's a bunch of computers. That are mining Bitcoin to make money. That's a whole nother subject. Google it. Maybe I'll make a video one day. This guy had a hundred employees running his, his, uh, mining factory during COVID he got a program made where he only needed five. So 95 people lost their jobs that happened in four months. And that's just one There's many examples like that happening right now with automation, business owners are like, what happens next time? This happens a pandemic can't have humans come in. My business is going to go out of business. No, right now I have money. I'm going to figure out how to not make that a problem anymore. But what that does is it makes it so your job, may be something that you can't come back to. So basically. There's this pro and con the con is artificial intelligence is going to take away a lot of the way humans understand and move around the world right now, right? Jobs, careers, skills. Right now, I even think the way they're training kids in school is anti the benefit of an artificial intelligence world. They're teaching children right now, how to do things that robots already do better than them. So you're, you're teaching young people how to compete against something they can't compete with. That's super dumb. It it, is, it's just a way of innovation. The problem with innovation is most people can't see it. So, so they don't adapt in time. And that's what happened in this pandemic. Most people that are struggling right now is because they didn't take advantage of the innovations that came along. Didn't do more online. Didn't do more understanding how to work remote. Didn't do more of understanding the current ability of technology and making sure your business can operate using the cutting edge abilities of technology. Now, a lot of people are struggling because they didn't do that. So there's some questions already. I'll keep speaking about it based on the questions and anything I can think of. But if I, just to close it as a human being that understands artificial intelligence is superior, will be superior to us in many ways, not every way, but many ways. I think we should embrace it and use it to make us better. Instead of fighting, it. I just kind of can't beat them. Join them. I already do it. There's many things. I would not be as productive as I am today if I didn't use a bunch of artificial intelligence tools, a bunch. And I've been thinking about maybe creating something where I teach people how to be more efficient through using artificial intelligence. It's, it's been something I've been thinking about for a while. Maybe I work on it, but I do it. I have a bunch, a bunch. It's pretty funny. Just thinking about it before the show, I was just thinking about all the different things I use. And it's like, I'm already half a robot. (laughs) Okay. First question, Samuela, you say you're going to get on camera. You're going to get on camera for one of your questions, but. I don't want to refer to the movie, but we have to be very careful because we can create an artificial intelligence that we cannot control later. So that is the fear, right? Because we can create something that is so much more powerful than us that we can't be in control of it. So I was listening to a book. I forget the name of it about artificial intelligence. And he said, artificial intelligence is going to become so smart. That it's like humans, right? Like right now the human is the top animal on the planet, but we're not the strongest by any means There's bears, tigers, apes. Many things are stronger than us and can kill us in a second. Wipe us out instantly. Individuals, we control them. We have them in zoos. We have them in areas that we say, yeah, you can stay here. We'll allow it. Do you think a tiger? understands that we set up that system that allows them to live in parts of the jungle in certain zoos. They're not, we don't know. We don't think they're intelligent enough to even understand that we've put them in that environment and that's how they live now. He was saying that artificial intelligence will have the ability to do the same thing to us and may already be doing it. <laughs> we don't know it. And that is super interesting, right? If you think about this society, we live in and we think we're free in. Doesn't a tiger think it's free in the jungle. The few that are in the jungle, we control that. We say this jungle is allowed to have tigers. The tigers can't go anywhere else. But this jungle, if they do leave that jungle. They get killed. They think they're free. Some of them may roam against the the, the barrier and then they get killed. So that was super duper interesting. And When I heard it was like pretty like mind bending. Cause it could already be happening. They don't necessarily just have to kill us. They could just say, okay, this is your area. Have fun. We're going to do what we do. Just like humans do what we do every day. We wreck the planet, make money. And we say, Hey lions, stay here, go to the zoo. And we use you as enjoyment. So yes, very possible that we create something that we no longer control. But if you look at the pro to that is if we can learn how to, how to create something that we work together with, even like I said, I would not be able to do 90% of the things that I do. If I didn't use artificial intelligence. And it's not like I'm coding a robot to do things. These are things that exist that I just know they exist. Somebody else coded the robot. Knowing that this was a problem for humans and I found them and I use them. So. That's where I believe humans need to really look because if you look and whoa, there's a robot that does the job I'm going to college for right now, you should definitely change your major because by the time you're out that job, may maybe taking my robot. Okay. All right, Gina, you ready to ask your question on camera?
1: So I have a question. Yes. So like. How was artificial intelligence created? Wasn't it created based on human intelligence?
0: So the idea of it came from trying to replicate what the brain does. So I'm not sure why I need to research that, but they were trying to reproduce the brain artificially. But since computers were created in a specific way, It does, they do things that a human brain can't. Like I said, it can intake so much data. It can literally look at millions of points of data and see things. Humans can't do that. Our brains are not built to do that. It really is mostly statistics. Mm -hmm. So math, think about it like this. If I told you in your school, this is 500 young people that go to school, 400, whatever it is, I want you to be able to see any one of them know their name, where they come from, their social security number, their phone number, their address, their parents name, their grandparents name, their brothers and sisters names, their ID number, their date of birth, their all these things you have to know all those things. So anytime you see somebody, on all 400. You're going to have to do that. Many new humans can do that. Right? Not nobody like maybe there's one or two that have like ridiculous abilities, but a robot can do that instantly. No problem. If it's coded to do, that, how can it be coded to do that? It can take in a database and put your face and then put in the field. Gina, age, birthday, all the stuff. And then as soon as it sees you, it knows because yeah. the computer programs to do that humans can't hold that much information in their brain. So why I say stat, stat um, statistics is because all that data eventually allows you to make predictions. So imagine if I said, okay, now seeing all 400 of this data set. I realize 80% or 25% of my students live in this area of the Bronx. So now I can say statistically, 25% of my school lives in this zip code. A human to do that, you will have to do a lot of work, right? Like you will have to literally map all this out. Charts everywhere. This happens in a second with a coded AI like that, right? So this is where business is. think about this for business. Now, think about it as a business where you say, I need to know what I should be doing for business going forward. Should I be working in this industry with this type of client? Now you can say, Hey, let me create an AI to do that research for me." And constantly do that research for me and send me back statistics on what I should be doing. So that's called business intelligence. And there's, that's why one of the reasons any business should know about AI, because the companies that are doing that, they're going to have a leg up on the companies that are not just like the humans that are using AI to benefit themselves and make their abilities much better. Mm -hmm. They're going to benefit more than the ones that are not. The problem I see is because rich and poor, there might be AIs created that only the rich have access to, and then it makes it even harder for the divide to like to to, to shrink because it makes it easier for them to excel and poor people to not excel. So why I want young people like you, minorities, women, people from communities of color. To understand this is because if we do, we can close that gap much faster because most of the world does not even know what's coming. They, they know, Oh, artificial intelligence is going to kill everybody, but if they use it the way I'm saying, and they figure out how to amplify their abilities, we could like close the gap fast, but it takes a lot of education. So even this episode, I'm glad you guys asked me to explain this to you because. It is something I've been trying to figure out how to explain. So hope I answered your question. Did I answer your question? Yeah. I did. All right. Yeah. If you have another one, come on. Uh, anybody else with questions? I'll keep going till I get some questions. I know you guys are going to have more questions, right? you you have a question and tell your, your classmates. I don't see them on here. So when I think about artificial intelligence right now, what am I doing about it? I'm looking at the data first. Artificial intelligence is only as powerful as it's data. Like I said, in the example about Gina school, if there was no data set with the face, the name, the date of birth, the social security, the ID number, address, zip code, then that artificial intelligence is useless. So to me, the people who have the data will have the power. The problem is right now, most people are just giving away their data for free. And the companies that are taking it are using it to make billions of dollars. Think about Facebook, Google, those are the big Amazon. Those are the big data collectors right now. And those are the biggest companies in the world. Like the top three, I think. Why? Because if, I'll take an example of all three. Samuel, you have a question? Let me finish this point and then I'll bring you on. Okay. So you take the top three. Let's say uh Amazon is taking data in on what people buy. It's taking data in on what people talk about, what people ask for on Alexa. It's taking in data on what people watch because they host shows. And now they're taking all this data and they're making decisions on how to sell you more stuff. So from the data, they're making more money. Amazon has grown, I think 50% during the pandemic. Why we're all home. We can't go anywhere. We're buying stuff on Amazon, right? They know what we're going to buy. They're, they're stocking it before we even order it because they already see all the data. So they're using data to make more money. They had the forward thinking business model, be online, collect data, predict what people are going to buy. They're winning because of that. Google, what are people going to search? What are people going to do? How are people going to advertise? What are people going to watch? Because Google owns YouTube. They're using all those, all that data, all those predictions to grow right now too. YouTube has grown tremendously during the pandemic. Why? What are we doing right now? Is home watching YouTube. And other things, Amazon, Google, Facebook watches what we do on Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp WhatsApp is the most, one of the most important apps around the globe. So they're getting data of what everybody talks about in every country. Then what they do on Facebook, then what they do on Instagram, taking all this data in. And they're selling it to advertisers the same way Google is. So, our data right now, they say, is worth more than gold, more, worth more than oil, which used to be the most valuable thing in the world. Oil used to be the most valuable thing in the world, but now data is, right? Who's making that value? Three companies, very small, right? That's why they're worth so much money. Not only three, but like very little bit of companies. All right, Samuela. What's yeah. your question?
1: So I have a couple of questions.
0: Okay.
1: So do you think like it's worth to trust the artificial intelligence one hundred percent? Like example in the medical field, it's so that it can help like doctors or a nurse to like facilitate your work. But do you think that is like worth to trust? We can trust like one hundred percent because I'm worried like what about if those intelligence artificial like make. A mistake,
0: how can we catch up those mistakes? So I did, I did a project where we worked with an artificial intelligence system for surgery through glasses, And the thinking is humans make a lot of mistakes too. Why do they make mistakes? They don't have all the data. So that founder, and I'm going to have on the show one day, she told me A lot of human deaths in surgery happen because a doctor has to make a decision without the data. So for instance, I'm in surgery right now. So the way surgery works and I didn't know this. So I worked on this project is I go into surgery as a doctor. I have to say what I want on the screens. There's a certain level amount of screens. And I have to say, okay, because of this patient, he or she has diabetes, has this, has that, whatever they have. I know I got to look for these specific things. So let me make this screen that, this screen that, this screen that. So I know I have the information available to me when I have to make a decision. Now I get into surgery and something happens, but I don't have a screen. That gives me information on that data. Now I have to make a decision based on data I don't have. So, a lot of times they'll make a decision that's wrong because they don't have the data. How an artificial intelligence will be better is it will have the data. It will not only have all the data around you, it will have all the data around all surgery. So, imagine if I said, You, Samuela, You've had 10 surgeries with a person like Miguel, his age, his same exact sickness, his same exact problem that you're fixing. You have experience from 10 people. So you say, all right, last nine times I did this and it worked. But this time there's a data set that you didn't have. So you do it wrong and somebody, and I die on the table because of that. Right. The artificial intelligence can have the data from every single human that ever had that surgery, like me. So they'll have a lot more data. And then that missing piece of data that you may not have, it also will have it. So it can make more, it can make decisions more likely to be better off because it has more of the data to make that decision. with. So us as humans, we make decisions based on the data we have. But artificial intelligence will have all the data and it's going to predict how to make sure you survive. So for instance, these glasses will eventually be able to say, Hey, if you do this, Miguel is 83% likely to live. If you do this, he's 17% likely to live because we know all of this. And then you have, as a doctor are going to have to say. I'm going to go with what the artificial intelligence knows. And I'm going to make that, or sometimes you have to say, no, I know better than this artificial intelligence. I'm going to make the decision to do the 17% and hope, and it's messed up, but that's how it works right now. One time I went to is a messed up story. I stayed in Ireland at a friend's house and her husband was a doctor and he happened to have a a young lady come into his office. He was going to perform elective surgery on a, a young girl. And he did something wrong and she died like a teenager. And it was messed up because when he came home, I was there. It was me, my friend and her husband. And he's explaining what happened. And it was sad. It was sad, but he, he believed he was doing the right thing to save her life or doing the right thing to, to to make whatever surgery she was, um, having work, something went wrong based on data he didn't have, then they tried to save her life and they they couldn't. So she died and it was super sad, but it happens a lot. And that's where AI can give you more information than you, you may have to help you make better decisions. Hope to ask you a question. Yes.
1: So I have another question. How do you think that the artificial intelligence can have an impact of education on the education of youth? Is that going to be like positive or negative?
0: I'll give you an example. I think it's going to be positive, but again, the friction from the education system of implementing innovation like it will make it struggle. So I'm gonna give you an example. I heard a stat like two years ago, maybe three at this point, that on average, students in the Bronx read three grade levels lower than normal. So I was like, whoa, that's insane. How is that the average? So I said, you know what? I have three young boys. I'm going to make sure they're not on that step. My sons weren't that low. On the, they weren't three grade levels lower. I do have one son that has dyslexia. So he was about three grade levels lower. So I said, there has to be an artificial intelligence that can help me. Cause I always look for artificial intelligence that can amplify. I found an artificial intelligence that helps kids learn how to read better. It's called reading buddy. I'll put the link in the description. I had my sons. Use it every day and they still use it right now. It, it, you read to it. It listens to you reading with natural language processing. It tells you what words you said wrong. It won't let you read past the word that you said wrong. So if you're reading and you're like entrepreneur, they are like, Nope, stays at that word. Then you could click it and it says entrepreneur. Then you say, okay, entrepreneur. And then you keep reading then it asks you questions. Then it learns from what you're reading and it gives you other passages, other books to read. It made my sons all go up in reading level. My youngest son was in kindergarten. When I did it, he was reading at a second grade level after I put him on that program. I'm not sure if he was already ahead or not. I just know. And my son that has dyslexia. He caught up to reading level based off using artificial intelligence. Of course, I could have done the work I could have been with it with my son, word by word doing the same thing, the artificial intelligence could have what I couldn't do is do it for all three at the same time. Every single day, I didn't have that time, but the artificial intelligence was available whenever they had the time takes 10 minutes a day, whenever they did it in the morning. Right after they brushed their teeth, before they went to school, they did it while we were all getting ready for work for school and work. They were doing their artificial intelligence, 10 minutes of reading, and it helped them. So think about that. That's just reading. Imagine having the same type of program for math, for science, for whatever your hobby is, whatever your interest is. You could be gaining and amplifying your ability. So then I tried to sell it to, to the public school. I was like, look, I called up Reedy buddy. I said, look, I want to partner with you. I want to bring your software to the Bronx because it helped my kids. And I think it helped help a lot of kids. Didn't work out. People didn't want it. It was too expensive or whatever it was, but I was able luckily to pay for it. So my kids got the benefit. And that's again, what I worry about, right? Like I was able to give my sons an artificial intelligence that I could afford when most people couldn't and it helped them amplified their ability. So what I believe is the DOE, any educational system needs to be thinking the same way and give their students that. Which they most likely can't afford, they need to pay for that. And that's what I was trying to say, but it didn't work out. I guess I'll still try, but we'll see. Any other questions?
1: Yes. Do you think that the artificial intelligence um, is going to take the place of human society? Like the more is it gonna increase?
0: I, I do. I do. I think though, my <laughs> I know my outlook on this is not like friendly to most people are like, Oh my God, why would you say that I do believe it's going to eliminate 99% of jobs, but I think it will be to our benefit. Imagine if we didn't have to spend our lives doing things that don't make us better. Don't make us enjoy our lives. I'm not specifically the type of person that enjoys cleaning. If I could have a robot that cleans my house and my car and everything, I would do it right now in a second. And that means I could spend that time doing other stuff. I could draw, I could paint, I can play basketball with my son. So I believe what's going to happen is most of the current things that we do right now that are not enjoyable. Somebody's gonna make a robot to do it for us. The problem is most of those things right now, we call them jobs, (laughs) right? Like most people hate their job, but they have to do it to make money. Why are they doing it to make money? Because somebody that has money is willing to pay them to do it because they don't want to do it. What happens now when a robot can do it? Those people that did it, what do they do? So this is where I want young people specifically of color, because we're going to be the most affected by it first. Cause what jobs do we do? Most of the time we end up doing those jobs, right? Our family members in the past have had to do those jobs. When those jobs go away, what happens to our family members? So I want to make sure this generation of young minorities are building the next AIs that we own. So imagine this cleaning robot. Think about this, let's say, and I know the math is wrong. Let's say 70% of all cleaners are black and brown. I'm sure that's wrong, but whatever. They're they're either African-American or Hispanic. And now I make a robot today that cleans everybody's home. You pay me a hundred dollars a month and I have a robot in everybody's home that cleans. What happens to all those people that had cleaning jobs? But what if I made this robot and I told all those cleaners, you're going to own a part of this robot. You're going to make money off this robot. So when I collect that hundred dollars a month across every house in the whole world, you get a check from that. That's what I hope happens. Don't know if it will, if we do it, it's more likely. But if somebody like a Jeff Bezos does it. He's just going to be a trillionaire and everybody else is going to be screwed. But if somebody from a community, like we come from says, I'm not only going to make this robot, I'm also going to share the profits with everybody who's like me. Now people can have make a living from not doing something that they used to do, but they're not totally just starving anymore versus the opposite is very possible, right? If you are relying on this income and now a robot does it. Whoever created that robot gets all the money, but if you create the robot and you share that revenue, then you keep everybody in, you know, at least fed. So right, I want to, I want to pump through more questions. Any, any more questions? No, hope I answered your question. All right. So anybody in behind the scenes that wants to ask, ask Dylan I think AI is really making life easier. Is AI the same as inventions of technology? If yes, then why do you think it will make life tough in the future? So your first part of your question is it is a form of inventing technology. Sure. It is inventing ways to do things that traditionally humans did, but it's making it more efficient for the person that's, that wants it done. And it's also eliminating the person because it's, it's, it's messed up to say, but a lot of times. Humans are the problem, right? If today I came to clean your house and I'm just not feeling it today, or I'd rather go to the park and I just don't come or I do come and I do a lazy job and I leave and you're upset. Hey, you didn't clean the bathroom. What's going on? A robot would never do that. A robot will just do what it needs to do and that's it. So humans. There's going to be, and I literally had this conversation last week with an investor. And we were talking about a project. And he literally said, Oh, man. But then if that's what it ends up being, that means the company needs to hire a lot of people. And who wants that? And me and him laughed about it. And we're like, Ugh, This is messed up. But it's true. He's like, Who wants to manage a thousand people? A thousand headaches. That's the truth when you can have one robot and you just got to tweak the code. And it does all that with no talking back, no calling out, no getting sick, no lying, no stealing, right? This becomes very tough to compete with. That's why I say it's going to be tough because what do humans do while we figure this out, there's going to be a little bit of a time where we make the transition and that's why you hear people like Andrew Yang talking about universal basic income. What that means is he's saying we're creating robots. There's already, check out this stat. The most, the job that's most done in America is truck driving. 30% of jobs are truck or driving jobs. There's already an AI doing that job. What happens when 30% of people don't have a job anymore? You're already starting to see it right now. Unemployment is huge. People are like starving. That's just one job, one industry. So he said it when he was running for president, he said, we need to start paying people so that company that made that truck, that that, that truck driving software that took all those jobs, that company should be paying these people or the government should be because what are those people going to do now? And that's the scary part. That's why I say it's tough and and it's going to affect minorities specifically unless we are creating the AIs. That's why I say you need to be in it. Hi, Fody. Uh, if I say your name, let me know. Gina, you said you had a question. We got about 10 minutes left, nine minutes left. I guess I want to make sure anybody who's watched at least this far, definitely like the video subscribe, but I want you to take this as a call to action. Right now, Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos is giving away a free artificial intelligence class. Amazon is giving away a free class. Machine learning. Yep. All right, here it is. I'm putting it in the link in the in uh, the the chat. Free. This used to be something that only Amazon employees that worked in the artificial intelligence department got to do. He's giving it away free now, and then he's gonna give away, he's gonna make nine more courses. The company's gonna make nine more courses for free that humans can take right now. Cause these are the jobs of the future. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So if I was a young person, if I was anybody right now who's thinking career change, I'll be taking that class right there. I'm gonna take it. I've paid for artificial intelligence classes, and I'm gonna take this one for free. There's another one in Microsoft that I'm taking right now too. I'm not going to get left behind by this technology. If you do and you watch this, it's your f- I told you, and then there's another video in my description. I'm going to put it in the chat too. Of a guy I know who works at Amazon does artificial intelligence. And he explains what he would do right now. If he was learning artificial intelligence right now, up to you. All right. So Dilling. so the only disadvantage on AI is losing of jobs. I right now it's the main thing I can think of. I can't really see another thing that I'm worried about with artificial intelligence. I know many people worry about it killing us. I don't really worry about that. I just worry about it being so intelligent that it doesn't even recognize us at all. It doesn't care about us at all. And it's yeah. You know what? I need to build a power grid here because it has the best angle to the sun. And that happens to be where my house is. (laughs) It's just like when I'm about to stick a, 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 a stick in the ground. In the park, I'm not asking the ants that live there and have a colony there. To move, I just stick the stick in the ground. So to me, I worry more about that, that we become their pets or worse. I rather have a connection where we are mutually benefiting each other. Then one benefits more than the other, because I do believe we could benefit a lot from artificial intelligence and we created it so we could benefit it too. they just may come a point where it just really leaves us behind. And if we do it right, we may be able to make that not happen. Elon Musk is working on something called mind link or something like that, where you literally connect an AI to your brain. (laughs) So there's a bunch of stuff happening. Look at that. I think AI can make humans more lazy or more creative because you can see it as okay, what happens when we don't have to do things? We're, we can spend that time doing things that matter more. What if I told you, how about this? You're going to be able to spend 90% more time with people you love and have fun with your, your friends and family, because you don't got to go to work and do a job that you hate because a robot can do it. You can take up painting or photography or something like that. Because your money is created every month by a robot. And now you can figure out how to make society better, make your life better, make people around you better, make human beings better off period. So I look at it like that. I I say again, I think it can amplify us, not hurt us. I think the link broke because I put an extra thing. So I really. I'm aiming for that. Everything I do, I look for AI that benefits humans. Like I said, I found one last week through a friend that's helping me edit videos. So for instance, this video right here is called the script. I'll put it in the link. I put this I put this whole video into the software. The AI takes the video transcribes The entire video means takes every word I say and types it out. So now I got all the text from the video. Now I can go in and say, oh, I like when Su- Samuela asked me this and I answered this. So I'm just going to delete all the text around those two that question and that answer. And the AI edits the video specifically to that question and answer only. I like got, boom. Before you would have to. Watch the video. You will have to find it. You have to know editing software. You don't have to know how to edit. You have to chop those pieces out. You have to export them. You have to type out the, the transcript, what what they're saying. Okay. Type it all out. And AI does that instantly for you now. That's a lot of jobs. There used to be people that get paid to transcribe. People that get paid to watch. And produce and figure out what are the best parts, people that were paid to edit three jobs right there. And AI does it right now for me every day and it's amazing. So these are the type of things that are good. So Gina, you want to come on question on, on screen and ask the question that you have, I think it's a good question. Actually, let me see. So, all right, hold on Gina. I'm gonna ask one more question. Does it mean the economy will drop due to AI? I don't think the economy will drop. I think individuals making money will drop. I think entities of business will make a lot of money. Just don't know if people are going to benefit from that. Like right now, Amazon is worth so much money, but a lot of its employees are poor. Basically just like Walmart, a lot of the big companies, their employees are basically poor. But the company's filthy rich and that's with them working at the company. Imagine if there's nobody working at the company, scary times, in my opinion. So Gina, you ready? Go.
1: My last question is what's the difference between artificial intelligence and machine learning?
0: So machine learning, is one part of artificial intelligence made up of multiple technology machine learning is the ability to take in data. See things in that data that humans most likely can't see because it's just too much data. Mm-hmm. So like I said, there's a million cars driving past the the toll every minute. A human is not going to be able to look and be like, "Oh, that's Miguel's car. Let's bill Miguel and let me send him the invoice right now." And then he's going to the Computer does that instantly. That's machine machines learning from data and doing things. AI is sits on top. It has all the pieces inside of it. It has machine learning, natural language processing, image recognition, right? Like I, even the, the this toll example has image recognition too. So when you think about AI, if you're thinking about how can I get into AI, think about things that a human can't do to recognize things that a human can't do to recognize information and, and see things in information and the ability to do anything that you think can be done easier. Think, how can I have a robot? do it. And then if you can look at courses like this and you say, all right, like this editing, this guy said, or this team said, I pretty sure if I could just get the text of what people are saying, that's pretty much what we edit. So if I could just chop out everything around it and edit the video, now what you gotta do is make an AI that will do all of it. And they did it. And now I'm using it and it's saving me a ton of time. So I really think, hopefully I asked your question. Did I?
1: <laughs> yeah, you did.
0: All right. So we've done the hour. Thank you for everybody who's watched. I hope I helped you into understanding what AI is, the power of it, how it's going to be a benefit to us more than a worry, what to do about it. You can go. And start learning a free class. Start looking around in your industry for start looking around in your industry for things that exist, that may take your job because if they exist. You may want to start looking into your next career because not to say you quit immediately, but if you're a truck driver right now, and that AI that's being created to take your job and you're just like, I'll keep being a truck driver. And then that job goes away. Whose fault is that? It's your fault because you saw it coming and you did nothing about it. So this is why I say, innovate every day. Think about innovation every day. Because if you don't, you may you may they say innovate or die. If you don't adapt, what are you gonna what's gonna happen? That's it. Happens to you, right? If you choose not to adapt, that's your fault. So if you think about it, everybody who knows anything says AI is the future. If you don't know anything about it, it's your fault, right? So again, innovate every day. Thank you for coming and watching. Tune in tomorrow again for the entrepreneur hour. Thank you. Innovate every day and have a good one. That concludes today's episode. If you've listened all the way through, I truly appreciate you. Thank you so much. Please subscribe to the podcast, wherever you're listening to it and follow me in all social platforms linked in the description so we can be engaged and hopefully I can help you create more revenue streams and help you with your ideas. Thank you so much. Have a good day.